Taking care of your family isn't always easy, so we make sure getting care when you need it is. With Baptist Health Urgent and Virtual Care, we bring you more options and greater convenience too. With video visits available 24-7 and online check-in through MyChart for in-person visits. To check in online or to set up a video visit, go to baptisthealth.com slash care anywhere. When it's time to replace your heating and air system, we know people want options. That's why you'll always get a free second opinion with BJ Heating and Cooling. Plus, for a limited time, get 0% financing for 60 months on a new Bryant system. Call the experts you can trust at BJ Heating and Cooling. Tired of jumping from job to job? How about a career in a recession-proof industry where you can make a difference and help create a healthier living and working environment? The pest management industry gives you the opportunity to work with more independence. OPC Pest Services will give you a chance to grow with advancement. Come be a part of our team at OPC Pest Services. Apply online at opcpest.com careers. That's opcpest.com careers. Where do you go to find all your favorite wine, beer, and spirits with selections customized to local tastes? For over 25 years, that go-to place has been Cox's Spirit Shop. Cox's, Louisville's go-to liquor store. Yeah, I think th- and then they got then they didn't score a field goal for 15 minutes. Got outscored. There was a 20 the other than free throws. There was like a 20 nothing spurt and a 10 nothing spurt, and they were behind by 30 almost before. I mean, they get going. Dare we say it? Dare we say it that Louisville should win this game? Yeah. I mean, yeah. they they got beat by Virginia Tech at Virginia Tech 91-67. They got beat at home by Pitt 72-64. They got beat by Virginia at home, 75-66. They went to Clemson, as you said, and beat them 93-90. Duke, they lost at Duke by only five. They lost to Notre Dame at home by seven. The Boston College at home by eight. I mean, it it doesn't make any sense what the hell they're doing here. What did they do early? They beat Penn State, which I don't know how much that counts for. Um and they beat Duke early. That was the first. That was the conference yeah, opener. That they was the, the the December conference game. Everybody played seventy two sixty eight. But before that, they lost to Cincinnati by thirty five. Yeah, <laughs> they are maddeningly inconsistent. I would think. So I don't know. Let's go see if uh, Louisville can take care of business. I, I think they're going to the first time, literally all year. I mean, there have been games you and I have talked about. And we said, "Boy, I feel good about this one," but. I really would go out on a limb and predict Louisville's going to win this game. I really do. I don't think they're be going to. be interested to see if they're favored. I think they probably will be. But Let me go see this. You can't get the point spread, but ESPN will tell you get a good the probability on. of winning. They, they do the computer thingy. So let's go see what it says there. ESPN, and we go to college basketball, which is right here. That's the wrong number. We don't want that. We want that. And then we go to the ACC, which is there. We go to Saturday, which is tomorrow. And it says Louisville has a... I can't believe it. Georgia Tech still 54% chance really? to win. Louisville uh-huh. 46. Hmm. Make them eat their words. Well, the, the home court, frankly, hasn't necessarily meant a lot to Louisville. They're only 6-7 and seven at home, and they're 2-10 and ten on the road. Well, that's a good point. Not exactly. Not Georgia exactly. Tech's 2-6 and six on the road. Not exactly Syracuse-like home numbers there. Uh, what do we? You, 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 I know you've already got your notes together, and obviously, no some dis- of them. Disrespect, I'm not doing this game tomorrow. So, tell me what you see in their stats that we sh- should look for. They've got a, a terrific young point guard who who uh, didn't come on board till late. I'd forgotten about this until when I was talking to 
uh, Randy Waters, who, who's the color analyst on Georgia Tech, who used to be in Louisville years ago. Uh, Tyler Johnson didn't get eligible until right before uh, pretty See, late on, didn't yeah, he? Yeah, I think so. Yeah. Anyway, I'd kind of forgotten that. Well, they got yeah, a point guard, Nathan too. George, who uh, didn't even show up to like three days before classes started or something like that. Anyway, he's from Toronto, but he's been a terrific point guard, averaging five assists a game. Um, they have the all-name team. You got uh, Kyle Sturdivant. You know him. You've heard his name, his name before. Uh, I'm not even sure I know all these exactly right yet. Tafara Gapari. Ebenezer Dewana, he transferred from NC State. By Dongo, Tejon Claude, wow. Kowasi Reeves, like Ibrahim Asako, and Amari Abram. This is among their <laughs> among their players. See, this is the reason we need to seal the border. No, I'm just kidding. I just, <laughs> oh, I mean, that's a joke. Just a joke. Calm down. But it is like the the UN team here. You aren't kidding. Good, good lord. Wow, that's some uh, unusual pronunciations. They Dongo, by the way, along with George. Well, but George is a point guard. Dongo's a good-sized guy, 6'9", freshman from Senegal. He's averaging 12.5 points and 8 rebounds. They, they, they got some good young talent there. Don't shoot it very well, 42%, 32% from the three-point line. But this is another game, sadly, for Louisville in some ways, like Syracuse. Their stats are almost carbon copies of their opponents. They shoot 42%, their opponents shoot 42%. They shoot 32% from the three-point line, their opponents shoot 32% from the three-point line. It's unbelievable. They're actually uh, uh, they get, they're a little bit better rebounding team than Syracuse was. They, they have a plus rebounding margin, very small. I think it's like a rebound and a half. But uh, uh, only... Well, they do get some turnovers, though. See, that was the thing where Syracuse made up their margin. Oh, no, they make more turnovers than the yeah. opponent. I was wrong. They only force nine, less than 10 a game. Yeah, and they, 12 they, to 10. They They're make, giving up 80 points a game in a conference play. And they give they so. make three more turnovers a game than their opponents, and they out-rebound their opponents by about two. Syracuse was flip-flop. They got out-rebounded but created a ridiculous amount of turnovers. They only get four steals a game. Syracuse got 10. It sets up well for Louisville, though, in many ways. Um, they're not a great defensive team. Not only the percentage is the same behind the three-point line, but they shoot almost the exact number. They've made 182. Their opponents have made 179. And they give up more free throws. That plays right in Louisville's hands. Get to the line. Make some three-point shots. Leading scorer is Miles Kelly. But nobody's really a big scorer. they got four 10-point scorers, I think, right? I think that's right. Yeah, Yeah. Kelly, 13-plus. George, 10 uh, Dongo twelve and a half, and uh, Reeves eleven. Who's yeah. the point guard you were talking about? Uh, Nathan George. Oh, so he's the fourth. T- he's ten, ten, ten point, points. A ten game points and, and five assists. Wow, one hundred and three assists. He's by far the leading assist man. Doesn't get a lot of steals though, which is unusual. Usually the point guard gets uh, most of the steals. So, um, by the way, Georgia Tech has never won in the KFC Yum Center. Well, let's keep it that way, shall we? They've lost five of their last six. But, but the win was over North Carolina. <laughs> and then the win before that was Clemson yeah. on the road. So uh, they're they're an interesting team, to put it mildly. We'll see if they can uh, – uh, Louisville can take care of business. They have 10 wins, though, already. 10 and 13. Yeah. So uh, we'll see how that Three plays. and nine in the conference. What time so is – So if Louisville were to win, they'd be tied. They'd what time is tip? Them. 6.30. Damn, if I hustle back from Cincinnati, I might be able to do the game. Our tip's at noon. <laughs> yeah, you could. Just drive back on the sidewalk, just come running in. Uh, give, Kenny's, Jody, uh, give Jody the boot. It, no, we wouldn't dare do that to Jody. Uh, da- uh, uh, Danny at the podium? Let's do it. And, and, and following our scouting report, you know, when we go over what we want to, what we can live with and what we can't live with, we got to make sure that 
it falls in the category of what we want to give up and, and not what they want to do. Danny, to kind of play off that, when you look at defense, are you looking at it as this is kind of a team breakdown or are you having individuals break down more so? Both. We, we cover it all. So, you know, we'll do individual breakdown with us post-perimeter one-on-one. Then we'll go over team concepts and, and team um, positioning when the ball's in certain areas of the court. Danny, you were talking about Georgia Tech and being aggressive and shooting the threes. When you look at them, they've got a 13, 12, 11, 10, and I think a nine-point score all in there. What does that say about a team, and, and I guess how much does that put pressure on defense when they can get, have so many guys that can score it? Yeah, you're right. They're very balanced. And um, we know going into it, you have to know personnel is probably the biggest thing. You know, we keep back. We talk about that every day because in the course of a ball game, certain possessions, we're running a play. And whether they're switching, shot goes up, it's a scramble for a loose ball, and you're running back in transition. At that point in time, you don't have a man. We have to stop the ball. And then you have to sort out, meaning you have to find somebody in your area to guard. And a lot of times, that's not your assigned matchup. So making sure that we, you know, have a better understanding of knowing personnel, who we're guarding. And, you know, it could be something as simple as we're playing Syracuse the other night and there's a scramble situation. And somebody who's, let's say, one of our big guys gets stuck on Bell, right? And they realize, they don't realize it's Bell. Maybe they're guarding somebody who's not as good of a shooter. So they're often help a little bit more, whereas you have to be a little bit closer to Bell because he doesn't need as much time to get the shot off. So, you know, making sure our awareness is, is a little bit better, understanding personnel in those situations will help us out also. Yeah, uh, going back to the game at Syracuse, um, did Gerald's opinion change at all on that last uh, goaltending call um, after going back and uh, looking at the film of it? Are you trying to get me fined? <laughs> um, you know what? We, we thought it was a good block by KG. Um, you know, but even before that, um, you know, we, you know, Coach Payne spent a good amount of time talking about in those situations getting back after the bucket is made. You know, the shot went in, and we had some guys in the motion of starting to get back, but we didn't get back quick enough. And, and KG makes a great hustle play. Brandon runs down there, too, and makes a block. But, you know, even at the end, they had one of their guys catch it and put it back in. And so in those situations, that's another one of those, you know, awareness and, and, and knowing personnel. You know, Copeland had the basketball, and we did a good job pursuing them. We blocked the shot. We just didn't finish the play at the end. Georgia Tech a tough team to figure out. They've only won three games, but I think two of the wins have come against North Carolina and Duke. So. And the other one's Clemson. <laughs> so, you know, they're, they're a very dangerous team. You know, that's... You know, you go back and you look at the history of the ACC, you always have teams that are like that every year. And this is a team, you know, Damon's done a really good job of implementing his system, and he's trying to, uh, you know, he's going through first-year coach blues, if you will, in terms of implementing system, learning league, learning personnel, and things of that nature. But, you know, the offensive sets and schemes that they run are really good. The defensive schemes remind me a lot of the NBA type of uh, – mindset where you know there will be certain guys that they're going to leave open and dare you to make a shot or make a play and you know we have to put our, our guys in the right situation like KP's been doing a great job of offensively for us and then we have to make good decisions 
you know, once we get the ball at that free throw line area, we have to be able to make a good decision, whether that's a shot, whether that's a pass. Um, but we, we have to be decisive and really sharp in those moments. Danny, what is it the last couple games in transition that you guys haven't been doing that, that other teams have taken advantage of the other night especially? Well, you know, one of the things is floor spacing. You know, we, when we have really good floor spacing, our defensive balance is really good in getting back. And, you know, also knowing that, you know, if we want three guys per se to go to the glass, our small forward, our power forward, and our center, we want our point guard and shooting guard to get back. You know, sometimes they're long rebounds. And then you got to scramble back on that backside. And so we just have to do a better job of, of sorting in transition, stopping the ball first, and then sorting and, and, and finding the man. Danny, coming off an emotional loss like that, what was the state of the locker room just following the game, and how has that changed, if it has, since the game as you go into this one on the weekend? A lot of different emotions. Um, you know, there's some, some of us that are um, disappointed. Some of us are pissed. Some of us... You know, just a lot of different emotions. Every individual carries it a little bit differently. Um, but at the end of the day, for us, we had opportunities that we didn't quite capitalize on well enough to win the ball game. And we can't have lapses where we have possessions offensively or defensively, um, especially down the stretch, that have such an impact on the ball game. So, you know, a lot of areas for us, we're, we're looking in the mirror and we're trying to find different ways we can continue to improve defensively. Danny, since conference play has started, Brandon Huntley Hatfield's kind of gone to the next level. I mean, he's amongst the conference leaders in, in scoring, rebounding, field goal percentage. How has his continued emergence um, possibly been contagious to the other guys on the team to possibly up their game as well? Well, you know, Brandon is playing at a very um, high clip right now. We feel like he, there's still a ways for him to go, but he's certainly improved. Um, and, yeah, there, there are times when we feel we can feed off of his, his, his energy. But, you know, a lot of it comes down to this, too. Like, Brandon's an upperclassman in college basketball. You know, he's got a year under his belt in the ACC. You know, he's, he's, he's seen a lot of different things that a lot of different guys on our team haven't seen. And he's doing that sometimes playing up against a double team. And so, you know, his, his improvement has been something that we're all proud of and happy for. But we're going to continue to push him like KP does every day to continue to take steps to, to get better. But he is certainly someone we feel comfortable throwing the ball to and feeling like we can get something out of it, whether it's single coverage in the post. We feel like he can get to the shot or the spot that he wants to. And if they double team him, you know, our spacing has to be good. And he's been doing a good job of getting the ball out of double teams. And then we're playing on the weak side you know, two against one or, or three against two, depending on where they trap from. It's a byproduct of the game. You know, we'd much rather him catch the ball closer to the basket because of the attention that he draws and his effectiveness there. But he's also shown that he's capable of stepping out on the perimeter and making shots. And so that just, you know, puts the defense in a situation of what are you willing to live with? And Syracuse, you know, closed out short to him and said, you got to make a couple. And he, he did that. And so now teams have to look at different ways to have to guard him when he steps out on the perimeter because he is a capable shooter. Thank you. Right, thank you. Yep. There you have it. That was Danny Manning. We'll take a quick break. We'll get Bob and Paul on the other side. You're listening to Fast Break Friday presented by L81 on the ESPN 680, 1057, and PNV Network. 
Kroger always gives you savings and rewards on top of our lower than low prices. And when you download the Kroger app, you can enjoy over $500 in savings every week with digital coupons. Plus, you can earn fuel points to save up to $1 per gallon at the pump. And with a Boost membership, you'll save even more with double fuel points and free delivery. So you can always save big every day with our savings and rewards. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Savings may vary by state. Restrictions apply. See site for details. Hi, this is ESPN's Mike Greenberg, and ESPN Bet is now live. The official sports book of ESPN features daily exclusives and offers with your favorite ESPN shows and personalities like me. New users get $100 in bonus bets after making any sports book bet. Download the ESPN Bet app to sign up today. I'll see you there. ESPN Bet. What a play. Must be 21 plus. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. See app for details. Steven to a hard screen, bobbles the dribble, Hancock goes after it, can't get it, Blackshear does, gives to Siva, lobs it, and a slam power dunk by Harold. And just like that, Louisville has the lead. Welcome back to Fast Break Friday, presented by AL81. LA, the suffering of tomorrow. LA, a new kind of taste. LA, the suffering of tomorrow. LA. It's from another place. Crisp, clean, L8. Emanating from the ESPN Louisville studios and heard throughout the Commonwealth on the PNV network. So I have a new betting theory, which I haven't, I mean, before anybody loses their mind about it, the research was done in my head while I was taking a shower this morning. <laughs> I think first, first, a disclaimer. Okay. All systems slash theories work sometimes exactly none work all, all the, the time. time that's so i'm hoping that i have a nice little sample here and then i can gloat for yep. a week or two and then it'll come back right. to the norm but i believe there's something to this i think if you get two good teams or two bad teams playing each other you take the over if it's a good team versus a bad team whichever way you take the under because the two good like no disrespect, Louisville's not a particularly good team this year. Syracuse is not one of their stronger teams. They scored like it was going out of style. First time Louisville's lost a game when they scored over 90 in regulation since 1988. There you go. There you go, Paul. <laughs> Backing my theory up. I've got Creighton and Butler, to, uh, Creighton and uh, Xavier tomorrow. Two good teams. First time they played, they scored about 180. Two points or 183 points. Two good teams, so you take the over there. So now, but if you have if you have two bad team, if you have a, two bad teams that, like I said, would, it'll work. Two good teams it'll work. It's when the good plays the bad. The good team, my theory is, outscores their average by maybe 15 percent, but the bad team comes short on their average by about 30 percent so it winds up being an under and i'm that's my theory and i'm going to go research it when i have some time all right can you find out what the over under was on the wake forest georgia tech game tuesday night is that a good team versus a bad team yeah i would think so all right let's see if i can track that down no it will take two seconds you go to espn.com they will see you're doing my research now this is what i would like to do so let's go see what the georgia tech game was uh here it is was oh it's it's gonna i think i'm gonna win because it, it came out as 131, and the over-under was... Um, wait, got the wrong button here. That was 80 to 51. Yes, yeah, so 131. 
the so over. So you're saying they should have been under by yes. the theory. So and I, th- the I still think is. they were. I can't find it now. It usually it's on ESPN.com. Why, did they take it down already? That stinks. Recap, box score maybe. Damn. Now I'm in. Anybody have the over-under on that? I can't find Give it. Give me a sec. God dang it. They used to have them, and, and uh, they don't. Yeah, they did. They used to always keep it there for you to check. But, but it's got to have been more than 131. Had to have been. Had to have been. So I'm convinced that that was... That's 151. 151! There you go. You were, you were smoking a cigar the last <laughs> five minutes of that game. You were in like Flynn. Got it. I'm telling you. I'm, I'm liking that. So Speaking of Georgia Tech, we were we were talking earlier about they've got some, some really good young players. I was just checking through the notes. Uh, their point guard, I was telling you about George. Yep. Uh, ranks number two in the ACC in assist average, six per game, and number one in assist to turnover ratio in conference games, almost three and a half to one. This is a freshman. Wow. Another freshman, Dongo, current scoring average of 12 points is the highest for a Tech freshman. Since uh, Josh Akogi back in 2017, okay. and his rebound average of eight is the highest since uh, 2010. So they feel like they've got some good young, young talent players. in there. They and, and it helps when it. your coach is an ex-point guard. Yeah. That's probably helping the young kids. And they, they, they brought in a bunch of transfers, which isn't that unusual anymore, but they've gotten a lot out of By them. By the way, Clemson, North Carolina, two good teams. Mm-hmm. Over-under in that game, 154.5, came out 80-76, 156 over my theory's two for two, but you were living on the edge for that one. <laughs> Everybody lives on the edge. Are you kidding? That's how. That's how. I don't know how people do it for a living, and um, you know, live through it because all these games come down to the the last shot. I had I had um, in a thing last night. I had LeBron James for a double double. He was way over the points. Wound up with nine rebounds. Nine, <laughs> nine rebounds. I just was begging him to go grab review the stats he might have got another one. that's what i'm saying watch the video watch the (laughs) video all right well we're going to go to our picks here we got to figure out how we're going to do the super i was thinking the same thing during uh, while while danny was talking what what do we do here you can either make it so that we can whoever gets closer to the final score perhaps or uh you know that's one way which which quarterback throws the most touchdowns yeah well you can do that you can do or yards you can do oh by the way before we do anything with that how about a a quick celebration for lamar yeah who gets his second this is second MVP, second mvp yeah and good for him because um i just i i and here's 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 your uh hit or myth question nick you can weigh in on this too okay lamar jackson will win a super bowl in his career hit or myth I think they will. I'm, I, I think so. You do? I think so. But it wouldn't shock me if it doesn't happen. Well, Sometimes, you know, he might yeah, have well, missed, he might have had his best teams here already. He's Ernie Banks. Ernie Banks is mm-hmm. fantastic. Never got to play in a World Series. Yep. But I, I feel bad for him because there are some people that the hardest thing for them to do in sports commentary is put those three words together. I was wrong. And they don't want – so they're clutching t- to find some reason to criticize him because, my God, go back and listen to some of the people when he came out of college that were so adamant. He'll never be yeah. an NFL quarterback. He can't throw. He's they should turn him into this, turn him into that. So, um, no, I, I think that uh, 
he's he's more than lived up to it. And he throws the ball really well, by the way. Where did that come from? And with all sorts of throwing motions yes, and he pace. Sidearms him. He, you know, that's he, the thing that is maybe the biggest change in quarterbacks these days from the old school days. I mean, Johnny Unitas had a certain way of throwing the football. John Brody, Dan Marino, Joe you Davis. name it. Uh, yeah. But these new guys, Mahomes, uh, Especially Mahomes, Mahomes really everybody does something. Yeah. He's like a pitcher who comes from eight and, different angles and no look and, and everything else. But yeah, they'll 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 drop it down to sidearm, almost underhanded. They'll do any, any number of ways to get the ball out. I think a texter's got the right idea. He's right. Do some player props. We'll go to ESPN Bet, uh, Bet ESPN, ESPN Bet, I guess is what it's called, and um, we'll do we'll do uh, three player props. And then we'll do our three college picks. That'll make six. Because last week, I don't want to rub it in, but I do want to rub it in. I was <laughs> you don't want to, but five and one. The only one I missed was stupid Wisconsin. I had Tennessee, Baylor, They killed UNC. my parlay the other night, so we both hate We're, Wisconsin. You know, we, we hate those guys. <laughs> so I had, I had ten wins going in, so now that gives me 15. And you had nine. And unfortunately, betting against the chalk in the horse races, that'll teach you. Because <laughs> yeah. I won those two. Um, um and uh, then you also lost with Clemson, TCU, and Indiana. So the only one you got was Auburn. So you only got one win. So I am now ahead. I'm focusing on the win. I am ahead 15-10. I have a five-point lead, everybody. <laughs> Just give me nine-tenths of a second. I can make it up. <laughs> All right. Well, let's see. Let's, let, I, I know how we'll do it. I guess everybody, you know what? Here's how we'll do it. You pick a prop. I'll pick a prop. And in fairness, that means we got to do four props. So we each pick two. And then we'll do uh, two college games, and that'll be our six. And you got a good chance because you kicked my butt in football. So now we're back in football. I don't know why I'm volunteering this. <laughs> I'm going to cut into my lead here. But all right, here we go. So Bet ESPN, here are the Super Bowl props. Or Nick, you can – no, because that's not fair. we got to make it so the guy can pick what he wants to pick. I was going to say you could weigh in. Because, I mean, you're, you're – I don't even see the silly ones here, but, like, how long the national anthem is going to be. Did you see that? Yeah, I think yeah. it was 90.5 seconds. They have well, – because I'm sure she's rehearsed it, and so they've timed it. So the half a second is a big deal. So that's – you know. That's, Does that include if, if there are some introductory notes before they start singing? Is that included well, in I the think length of the, the anthem? Minute, Ooh, a, a, no, the minute of vocal sound comes out of her mouth. And what if the last note they hold a long time and it kind of fades <laughs> out? You know exactly when it ends. I don't know. I don't. That's a good one. That's why these guys can make the big bucks. All right, here's the players. Player specials. All right, let's see what we got here. Those are MVPs. What is that? Why am I here? Is that me making that noise? This is Reba McIntyre singing the 1999 National Anthem. 1999? It's 25 years ago. She's not going to do it the same way. Okay, so 16 seconds. This looks, I'm, I'm going to see how long this is. Oh, I'll, I'll get back ones. to you. All right. Here's good ones here. Let's see. Let's do player specials here. Do we want those or do we want player props? I don't know. we got to go see. Don't get too complicated. Make them you know, sort of basic well, things. Well, like I'll, I'll, I'll give you the yards, choice. I'll give you the choice of which kinds you want here because right. here's, here's, here's the, the options you have. You can do things like this. You could do um, like uh, – uh, number of players to score a rushing touchdown. No. Nope. Total players to record a reception. No. Nope. All right. Or you could do these are the ones you're looking for. I know you're looking for. You're looking for the, the good old fashioned traditional player like props. Which, which quarterback has most passing yeah, yards? Or, or something right like here. that. Here we go. Or so what, here's, here's, here's what you're looking for like this right here. Come on, you bastard. Here we go. Player props. All right. Patrick Mahomes. Over 260 yards passing or under. 
That would be one. Purdy, you can make the same bet. Um, you can make the total passing completions. You could do rushing yards. And you could do receptions. I think that's what we should do. We should do one in each category. So you can take what you want for passing going first, and then I'll take one for passing. You can do either passing yards or passing completions, and then we'll move on to rushing. So tell me what We're you're We're doing an over-under, right? Yeah. So Mahomes, here's your choices. Mahomes' number is 260.5. Purdy's is 248.5 for yards. For completions... Mahomes is uh, 25 and a half. Purdy is 20 and a half. And for, uh, no, that's it. Just those two. Take either one of those. So which one would okay. you rather have? I'll take the Purdy's yardage was how much? Two, some, 247? Two, I, I, here it is. Hang on, hang on, hang on, hang on, hang on. Was uh, total yardage was, I just lost it. Where'd it go? Here it is. Purdy was 248 and a half. 248 and a half. I'm taking over. Okay. So Purdy over. Under. Reba McIntyre under. 129. Well, that's going to be exciting. Good luck. Good luck with that. Let me know how that works out for you. Uh, all right. I get one of the other ones. I don't like yards. I like completions. So, Oh, but we didn't say – yeah, I said you could do that. So, uh, hmm. Purdy's only over 20 and a half. See, here's where the handicappers really get into it. Kansas City is not a great rushing defense team. If San Francisco takes an early lead, they may wind up running the ball for the last two-thirds of the game, in which case Purdy's 20.5 completion numbers are high, perhaps. But I don't know that's going to be that way. I think Kansas City is going to give them a lot of games. So I'm going to take – you know what? I'm being I'm – being, Clever here, because if Purdy's going to go over 248.5, he's probably going to go over 20.5 completions. So I'm going to take that. So Purdy over 20.5 completions. So maybe I get, a at the worst, a push there. All right, let's go to rushing. 20, what, 28.5 was it? 20.5. 20.5. All right, here's the rushing yards. Um, McCaffrey is 89.5. Pacheco is 67.5. You can take the quarterbacks if you want. Mahomes is 25.5. Uh, I think one of those three should do take or Purdy is eleven and a half. You want any, any one of those four? You can have uh, over under. What would you like? Purdy over eleven and a half. Right. rushing. You're really you're really doubling down on Purdy. He needs to have a big. If he gets hurt like on the first series, you're really <laughs> screwed here. Over eleven and a half yards rushing. Um, I don't know why I feel this way, but I do. Something tells me McCaffrey is going to have a, a gargantuan day. Uh, he may wind up being the MVP, in fact. That's my feeling, and I'm sticking to it. So I'm going to say McCaffrey over 89 and a half yards. All right, so that's two Super Bowl picks. Now we go to the receivers. You can do total receptions, receiving yards. Here's total receptions. No, here's yards first because those are more interesting. Kelsey, 70 and a half. Rice, 67 and a half. Ayuk, I hope I'm saying his name right, 60, 59 and a half. Debo Samuel, 58 and a half. Kittle, 50 and a half. McCaffrey, 33 and a half. Uh, Pacheco, 17 and a half. I think that's enough. So which one of those would you like? You can have your What pick. was Kelsey's receiving, 70-something? 70 and a half. And it's minus 115 either way, so it's equally split between people who think he'll go over or under that. Tough, right? Mm-hmm. And the fun part is we're not losing any money because it's just yeah. 
gloat, just for pride. Just gloating at each other. I'm going under. Under for Kelsey. Kelsey, under 70 and a half. Hey, Nick, what was, what was Neil Knuckles Greenberg's thing on Kittle? Well, he did mention, he said that it might not be a, a terrible pick to bet on either Kelsey or Kittle. As Super Bowl MVP. I know, but he also said something about Kittle. I thought it was, was it, so it's over 15, 50 yards, he thinks? I'm not sure. I don't remember. I'd have to go back and check. All right, I'll take him. I'll take him. Kittle over 50 and a half. All right, so there's our uh, three Super Bowl picks because we didn't, uh, you went first each time, and I'm okay with that, so that's fine. So now we'll do three college basketball picks straight up. Not against the spread. Anyway, you can pick a Super Bowl pick at the end, but that's not going to count. UConn, Georgetown. I'm picking the under. <laughs> it's going using my theory right out of the bat. Oh man, uh, let's let's go see what we got here. ESPN is where we want to go. ESPN bets. Do they have the? They don't put the. Oh, we don't need point spreads. That's right. Right. Okay, so let's go do that. All right. Uh, you give me the first game here. What do you want? I'm looking for a top 25 matchup and I only see one and that would be Baylor at Kansas not nah, nah, you'd pick Kansas no tomorrow there's a bunch oh top 25 yeah yeah uh, yeah. there's only the top 25 teams are all in action tomorrow but there's no head to heads that's yeah. the only one how about tonight anybody tonight maybe uh, Dayton and VCU San Diego State and Nevada those are the only ones there Dayton VCU is actually a pretty good game by the way here's a pretty good one I'm going to give you Kansas State at BYU. Oh, that is a good one. My gut tells me BYU. What do the what's the point spread just for S and G? Uh, doesn't say, but the computer says BYU should win. Uh, oh, yeah, you gave me an easy one by the computer. So according to this, BYU should win eighty six percent of the time. So uh, I will take BYU gladly in that one. That's uh, that's an easy one for for the computer. Um, I don't know why you wouldn't give me Baylor. I'm giving you that one. Baylor and Kansas. What are you going to do with that one? Oh, Kansas at home. Kansas is 67% chance to win at home. So you'll take uh, Kansas in that one. All right. So we've covered the Big 12. So that's out now. We need to go to another league. Uh, where would you like to go here? You want to go to the Atlantic Coast Conference? Let me see what we got in the ACNC. Um, Clemson at Syracuse, BC at Duke, Carolina at Miami, NC State at Wake, Virginia Tech at Notre Dame. There you go. Virginia, Virginia at Florida State. Oh, man. Virginia's suddenly gotten pretty good. Yeah, they have, but they're not great away from home. Computer says this. That's a good one. This computer says it's almost dead even, 52-48%. But they like Florida State to be uh, the favorite. Um, But Virginia is playing better on the road. That is going to tip the scale for me. They've won their last three road games. That's That's been the knock on them this year. Uh, the Cavaliers at home were have always been great since John Paul Jones was actually alive. Um, I, <laughs> but uh, I uh, think they have the longest home winning streak in the country going. Do they still? It was, Somebody was up there with them. I can't remember. But I'll have to go look it up later. But I will, I'll, I'll take the the Cavs on the road. So I'll take UVA on the road. I got to give you a uh, a uh, ACC game. Um, 
Boy, that looks like... That's, the others look pretty obvious. They really they? do, don't they? I'm trying to find one the computer says maybe more up in the air. Like Wake is an 80%. Um, Carolina's 63%. What about Virginia Tech at Notre Dame? Yeah, that's, that that's a tricky one, Connor. Let's see what that says. That's 77% Virginia Tech. I think I may actually take the... No, not gonna, how about Clemson and Syracuse? What does that say? That's actually dicey. Mm-hmm. I bet you that's going to be close. Yeah, we'll do that one. Clemson at Syracuse. Clemson says 61% according to the computer. But Syracuse has lost exactly one game at home this year. Right. So what do you want to do with that Um And Clemson, are they due for a letdown after the big win at Carolina finally? Mm. The bounce, uh, the, 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 the horse racing bounce theory. Mm. Gosh, that is a tricky one. I'm going to go with the orange. All right, going with the orange of Syracuse at home. All right, now that's not the orange you eat. I'm talking about the no, orange. No, thank the you. Nickname well, of well, the, the orange bench, which is not really orange, it's just where <laughs> the reserves sit. Yeah, that was Billy Simpleton explaining that for our listening <laughs> audience. All right, where do you want to go for uh, the last basketball? Well, let's go to the Big Ten. Why not? All right, and what are you going to give me there? Let's see. We've got Wisconsin Rutgers, Illinois, Miss, Michigan State. That's actually a good one. Maryland, Ohio State. Both of them are 13 and 10. Michigan and Nebraska. That should be a mismatch. And Indiana at Purdue, which also should be a mismatch. So which one do you want to give me? I will give you Illinois at Michigan State. Yeah, that's a toughie. That's a toughie. Uh, Michigan State playing better, but I have underestimated Michigan all year. I mean, I've, I've yeah, underestimated well, Illinois all year because when they lost Shannon, he's back. And I don't know if that's good or bad. Uh, I'll go with Sparty. I'll take Michigan State. I'll say Izzo's figuring it out, which is what he does. Uh, I've The other two are intriguing. You could go either way here. You could go with... No, I think it's got to be Maryland and Ohio State. And the computer says, by the way, to help you out with the same tool that I've got here, Ohio State, 63% over the fighting Kevin Willards. I, I got It's an even game. i got to take the home court. Okay. So the Buckeyes. Ohio State. Okay, so those are our six picks for this week. In the future, we'll go with, uh, I guess we'll go six each week because there's six power conferences. Um, so he's got Purdy over 248 and a half. Purdy over 11.5 rushing. Um, Kelsey under 70.5 yards. Kansas, Syracuse, and Ohio State to win. I've got Purdy over 20.5 completions. McCaffrey over 89.5 rushing yards. Kittle over 50.5 receiving yards. And then I've got BYU, UVA, and MSU, as in Michigan State. So those are our picks. Now, how about a Super Bowl pick, which doesn't count in our game, but what do you think? I, mean, I really don't know. I, I know. Me too. Um, I'm going to go with the Niners. Okay. Um, I'll tell you why I went back and forth. I went back and forth because I really do believe it's still a quarterback's league. I think Purdy is going to be a very good quarterback. I don't think he's just a game manager, but I think Mahomes is a better uh, – I mean, he's, he's one for the ages, that kid. Uh, having said that, I really do believe we don't give enough credence to what you see in the regular season. We we just dismiss it like it doesn't matter. And Kansas City has been kind of very erratic in this regular season. They San Francisco hit a bad patch. Yeah, but that's but, what I but thought Kansas about, Kansas City too. had been more a little good, bad, good, bad. And their defense, their rushing defense, not been good. McCaffrey's a really great weapon. So 
The Niners went bad right when I started betting on them. Well, there you go. And then That'll right teach when I quit, they got, they got good, good again. They got good again. That'll teach you. <laughs> well, just because my mother always said, always trust your first instinct. And my first instinct was Kansas City. So I'll stay with them. Plus, it'll make us each have a, a different team in this, even though that's an exhibition game. It does not count in the wagering. Um, so there you go with that. So that's our picks for this week. And uh, we wish you the best in your selections. How about, you? Want, this is interesting. Let me see if I can find this real fast before we let this go. Because whether you or I like it or not, it is by far the most wagered sporting event in this country, even way more than even the Kentucky Derby, which is right up there also, I think. Um, the, the men's March Madness, I guess, would, would get um, probably in one what, what of the most wagered events in this country. The Super Bowl. The uh, what? The Derby. The Derby, and then probably um, March, March Madness. Madness would you? Was that all the games yeah, combined? You know, if you count all these people doing these little five dollar oh, office yeah. pools, it's probably millions of dollars. It definitely it's millions probably. of dollars. What? I said I, I agree with yeah, that. Yeah, that's probably about right. Um, let me see if I can find this. This guy has a really interesting series of emails. I'll see if I can find it for you. He he sends some of them are kind of funny, but they're all based out of Las Vegas, and they are. Uh, here we go. Super Bowl teams. This is kind of funny. This is uh, <laughs> percentage of Instagram and Facebook followers who also follow Taylor Swift. Which NFL teams do they follow? <laughs> Not surprisingly, the Chiefs are number one at 39%. Makes sense. Not surprisingly, the Eagles are second since Travis's brother plays for the Eagles. Right. They're at 22%. They're the ones after that, I have no idea. The Cowboys are third, 22%. The Patriots, 19%. The Lions, 16%. Seahawks, 15%. Typical cynical New Yorkers way down there. Jets, 14%. Giants, 12%. Last place team in terms of uh, following Taylor Swift, who are also uh, followers of Taylor Swift on Instagram and Facebook, who also follow their team. Would you like to make, I'll give you one, I'll give you two guesses at which team it is. New England. No, I just said New England's actually up toward, toward the top. Oh, it's uh, This team has only two, two and a half percent of their fans. I don't know why they hate Taylor Swift. The, Saints. Ra- the Raiders. No, but you're, you're in the right part of the country. Uh, Seahawks? No, it's the the formerly San Diego Chargers now playing out of Los Angeles. Oh. Two points. Why do they hate Taylor Swift? Yeah, I'm very surprised by that. Bastards. <laughs> Some room. Well, I, T- Travis Kelsey should win the game in the MVP and then go propose. Now that's. I mean, what are you kidding me? That's. Fantastic. And she could say, "No, it was all a sham. <laughs> it was all for publicity. I don't even like him." Uh, let me go see if I can find the other. Uh, these are these are actually some serious tips, quote unquote, from the people who uh, do such things about the Super Bowl. Let me uh, see if I can find that for you real quick here, because people like to have tips on the Super Bowl. Um, this is from Jimmy Shapiro. Here are the the odds. Oh, not to be mistaken for Jimmy the Greek. No, who's long since dead. Um, total points. Oh my God. All right, these are these are not tips. They, as much as they are, I guess if you're in Vegas, you can find the craziest bets. Here's a sample. Ready? What's going to be higher? Total first half points in the Super Bowl or total points by Jimmy Butler versus the Boston Celtics? Oh my gosh. <laughs> I would go uh, first half points. The game's going to probably be under. So it'll probably be maybe. What's the over under again? Uh, I don't know. I, I'd have to get off this page to do it, and I don't want to do it. So uh, okay. 
I don't know what the over-under is. But Jimmy Butler's probably going to score at 25. I feel like that's safe. That's more than uh, the first half points in the Super Bowl, right? Mm. Yeah. I'll take Jimmy Butler. I'll go Jimmy. Just for fun, just for S&G, let's see how we do on that one. I'll say Jimmy Butler uh, more than <laughs> the Super Bowl first half. Taking Jimmy Buckets over the Super Bowl. Yeah. Okay. Which is going to be higher. Total rebounds for Bam Adebayo or first quarter points in the Super Bowl? Bam will go for what? Maybe 10, 10 rebounds? 10 to 12. I think these teams will score two touchdowns. I'm going under on that one. What do you think? Yeah, I agree with that. Rebounds yeah. in the first quarter or first, first quarter, half? First quarter in the Super Bowl game. Right. How many points in the first quarter? Right. So, But the rebounds was Rebounds is the whole game. Over oh, the whole game. Yeah. Oh, okay. But he still, what is he going to get? Maybe 12 rebounds? So first quarter. So, I mean, I'm they get two touchdowns. So That's 14. what you're banking on. Yeah. Two so, touchdowns versus his total. Or if he doesn't get to double figures in rebounds, then it's a touchdown and a field goal. Right. So... Nah, I think I'm I'm okay taking the the Super Bowl on that one. You are? Yeah, I'm taking Super Bowl. Yeah, me too. That's right. What I'm yeah. saying. I said for uh, Bam is less than uh, first quarter. All right, let's do this one. Um, let me see if I can find a goofy one here. That's crazy. That's crazy. Um, they're, they're, these are all in that one, in the Celtics game for some reason. <laughs> these are good because they're UK people, so the locals will have some brooding interest. The <laughs> Which is going to be higher, the longest completion by Patrick Mahomes or the number of minutes played by De'Aaron Fox at Oklahoma City? Oh, wow. How many minutes do those guys play? 30? I'd say 35 to 37? Yeah. So is he going to complete a pass for longer than 37 yards? (laughs) What do you think? I yes. Th- yeah, I think he will too. So we're all in agreement. Looking this there. up, how many passes over thirty-five yards has Patrick Mahomes? Had? But it's only by Mahomes. It's not right. by both quarterbacks. Okay. I wonder if you can really put money down on this. I guess you can. Oh, here's some college basketball ones to wrap it up here to wrap up the program because we're almost out of time. Um, so I'm going to take that. The longest gain from Mahomes is greater than Fox's minutes. <laughs> Here we go. All right. All right. These are too bizarre. Like, I can't relate. Patrick Mahomes completed 401 passes um, for over 35 yards. All right. Well, that's what we're looking at. Maybe we can count on some foul trouble for that Fox. That sound right. All right. Here's the last one because the college basketball one, I'm digging this one. I like this. What will be higher? Oh, I know where I'm going on this one. Oh, I yeah. The highest scoring NCAA basketball team on February 10th, which is what tomorrow? Said tomorrow the 10th. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So the highest scoring NCAA basketball team tomorrow, or Christian McCaffrey's total rushing yards? Now he's he ain't going over 100 yards, is he? Because if he goes over 100, you you might get screwed. But if they keep him, the over under is 86. Somebody's scoring in the 90s. So I'm I'm definitely saying the NCAA team. That's any NCAA team? Any NCAA team tomorrow. Any, I'll make it Division One. I'll restrict it to any that. Any Division One team. It, it doesn't it doesn't have to be just power six. No. It just says any division one team. Any division one team scores more than eighty six points. No, no. Greater than McCaffrey's rushing yards in the actual game. Oh. The over under for him is eighty six though, so that's what they're guessing. But if he goes and puts hundred and twelve on the board, you'll lose a net bet. 
I don't think he has that many hundred yard rushing games. So does he? he? He has good combinations. Yes, he does. That's a very. But good I'm point. not sure his rushing totals are ever. Let's go look that, that up. that up. How many hundred yard games? Don't even do that. Just do McCaffrey stats. Hit that, and boom, comes right up here. They are right there. This year, he's rushed for. These are all his rushing stats, not his overall. He's had one, two, three, four, five hundred yard games. He had 103 versus Baltimore, 115 versus Arizona, 145 against Seattle. You're not winning that bet then. 114 against Seattle, 106 versus Arizona. So he's had, uh, oh my God, no, he's had two more. I missed him. He had 116 and 152 to start the season. So he's actually had That's one. more two, than I thought. Three, me yeah, too. Seven one, games. Two, three. Four, five, six, seven games out of 17 over 100. But also, he's had a number of games in the 90s. He had 95, 93, and 98. So, you know, you're banking on somebody scoring like 100 in college basketball tomorrow. I don't know if that's going to be the. I mean, the people, I could do that job. I would have fun coming up with these. Those are crazy. So, uh, will a 100 point team be a good team playing a bad team? No, the, the, I, the, go. The, I don't know. Because the total's supposed that's to be a, under. That's a different theory now. <laughs> So, all right. Um, you have a good call tomorrow, and I will uh, see you on. Uh, where are we next? We go to Boston on Tuesday. Leave Monday to go to Boston on Tuesday. I'll be with you. I'll see you then. All, all right. right. You have a good weekend and a good game, and we'll take a break, and then we'll come back here with more radio on ESPN six eighty one zero five seven. Taking care of your family isn't always easy, so we make sure getting care when you need it is. With Baptist Health Urgent and Virtual Care, we bring you more options and greater convenience, too. With video visits available 24-7 and online check-in through MyChart for in-person visits. To check in online or to set up a video visit, go to baptisthealth.com slash care anywhere. When it's time to replace your heating and air system, we know people want options. That's why you'll always get a free second opinion with BJ Heating and Cooling. Plus, for a limited time, get 0% financing for 60 months on a new Bryant system. Call the experts you can trust at BJ Heating and Cooling. Tired of jumping from job to job? How about a career in a recession-proof industry where you can make a difference and help create a healthier living and working environment? The pest management industry gives you the opportunity to work with more independence. OPC Pest Services will give you a chance to grow with advancement. Come be a part of our team at OPC Pest Services. Apply online at opcpest.com careers. That's opcpest.com careers. Where do you go to find all your favorite wine, beer, and spirits with selections customized to local tastes? For over 25 years, that go-to place has been Cox's Spirit Shop. Cox's, Louisville's go-to liquor store.